The following program is part of the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations China podcast series. For more information on the National Committee, visit us at www.ncuscr.org or connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Weibo. Good afternoon. This is Steve Orlands, President of the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations, and I am joined today by two experts in the South China Sea. One is Zhang Xinjun, who is an associate professor of public international law at Tsinghua University, and Taylor Fravel, who is a professor at uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. And they are here today because we are engaging in these two days in a track two dialogue on maritime issues between the United States and China. So let me start with Taylor and ask, why has the South China Sea become such a contentious issue between the United States and China? Well, Steve, the South China Sea is home to the world's most complicated territorial dispute, which involves uh, five states uh, with competing claims to sovereignty over some or all of uh, the islands, rocks, and reefs, and six states who have claims to maritime jurisdiction. One of these states, the Philippines, is an ally of the United States. And uh, as the disputes intensified after uh, 2009, uh, it increasingly became uh, a point of friction between China and the Philippines, which in turn uh, drew the attention of the United States to the area. What's the Chinese perspective on these issues today? Uh, fundamentally, um, the Chinese government insists a uh, peaceful settlement, uh, the settlement dispute by peaceful means. Uh, we suggest to um, to use um, direct bilateral negotiation this method uh, as a, a way of peaceful means of the settlement. Uh, we strongly um, reject um, any enforced method put on us uh, on the way uh, of the settlement. In about 14 days, we're going to see a judgment from the United Nations Law of the Sea Tribunal, um, which I guess it's been about three years since the Philippines filed its its arbitral case against China. How is China going to respond to that uh, decision? Uh, let me just make a, a minor correction. Uh, it is not um, the... UN Tribunal for the Law of the Sea is an ad hoc uh, arbitration. Uh, there is no permanent. There is no permanent arbitral tribunal. So any case yes, is, is yes. ad hoc. Um, the Chinese government um, made two nuns um, ever since the Philippines uh, unilaterally initiated this uh, arbitration case to China: uh, non acceptance and non participation. Uh, and now I think the policy um, will be uh, is uh, indeed is, is, is going to be f- uh, framed uh, like um, uh, put in another two nouns um, non recognition and non implementation. I think that's the position of the government. You're an international lawyer. Do you think that's the right position? Um, I I think that. Uh, that is, a, I think, there's a, a political decision uh, made 
by balancing various kinds of factors, including legal factors. Um, I so personally, I believe that the tribunal manifestly does not have jurisdiction, and therefore, uh, personally, uh, I support uh, the government of. And of why do they not have jurisdiction? Um, that will be a long story. Let me just uh, put it very shortly. This fundamental three points. Um, the first is uh, the real dispute of um, the arbitration that initiated by Philippines as those concerning territory dispute. So the essence is territory dispute. But um, the jurisdiction of the court uh, is only to cover the dispute concerning interpretation or application of the convention. While, as we see, this uh, law of the sea convention is, has nothing to do with territory dispute. So territory dispute is obviously outside the jurisdiction of the, of the court. So this is point one. Point two is the some of the uh, submissions involves uh, delimitation. And delimitation, although it is indeed in a dispute concerning interpretation or application of the convention, but uh, the convention itself uh, avail party states to issue um, a statement to exclude it, exclude uh, the so a reservation case. to their accession. It's a reservation similar, this Article 298. Um, and third, um, there, uh, there is, there is uh, also a precondition uh, before uh, the compulsory judicial settlement. Uh, that is also uh, prescribed by the, the Convention itself. Uh, fundamentally, it, it will ask the parties to go to negotiation first. Um, in, in, our, in, in the Chinese view, that the Philippines never talked with us on this. Uh, submissions mm -hmm. on this dispute mm -hmm. is submitted. This okay. is three points. Taylor, South China Seas is kind of far. Most Americans probably couldn't tell you where it is. Do we have a dog in this fight? And if so, what is that dog? Well, hopefully most Americans would conclude that it's south of China. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, certainly the U.S. has a number of interests, I think, in the South China Sea. Uh, the first, as I mentioned before, is uh, the credibility of U.S. alliance commitments. Now, Americans may dispute the importance of credibility in our alliance commitments, but I think it's certainly a factor that uh, the current uh, United States uh, government has stressed. Uh, more generally... Um, our alliance commitments, what, what, why does this relate to our alliance commitments? Uh, because the Philippines is a treaty ally of the United States. Uh, we have does a, the treaty cover these, these disputed... Uh, the treaty is not rocks and islands and reefs. Thank, no, thankfully the treaty excludes uh, the territories claimed by the Philippines, or the situation would be even worse. But it does include uh, Philippine uh, military and government vessels. And so, if there were an incident over these islands and rocks that included Philippine government or naval vessels, it would then invoke the treaty, which is not that does not would not determine how the United States would. Uh, respond, but it would certainly require consultations. Okay, so treaty between, commitments. So treaty commitments, and it's linked to the fact that uh, another U.S. ally, Japan, is involved in a dispute uh, over territorial sovereignty of islands, in this case the Senkaku or Diaoyu Islands in the East China Sea. Uh, and so in some ways, uh, the South China Sea and the East China Sea uh, creates an interdependence of our alliance commitments mm -hmm. in the region. So I think that's one factor. 
more generally, uh, certainly for the Obama administration, I think there have been concerns about uh, what kind of power China will be in the future. Uh, and because the South China Sea is a territorial dispute and states uh, uh, in these kinds of disputes often take unilateral actions to defend their claims, uh, there are broader concerns, I think, among many in Washington about uh, what China's actions in the South China Sea might signal for Chinese uh, foreign policy more broadly. Uh, the third reason would concern uh, stability in the South China Sea because a tremendous amount of global commerce and trade passes through those waters. And although China's position is that it uh, will, has no interest uh, and supports freedom of navigation with, res with respect to commercial uh, traffic in the South China Sea, instability in the South China Sea could nevertheless uh, impact uh, even commercial traffic and thus would uh, have um, negative consequences for the economies of states in the region as well as for the United States, which depends on trade that passes through the South China Sea. With the importance of working with China in kind of minimizing the North Korean threat, uh, dealing with counterterrorism, dealing with global economic issues which have really risen in the last, in the last week, how do we resolve this issue? How do we take this issue and either lower its temperature or make it go away? Well, it, it's very difficult to make it go away, uh, but you can certainly try to lower the temperature. Perhaps you could uh, wish that it were to go away. Um, I think with respect to other issues, security issues in Asia that involve the U.S. and China, for example, North Korea is much more important than yeah. the South Korea. And I think both China and the United States would probably agree on that uh, situation. So um, I think... It is important for the contention that exists between the U.S. and China over the South China Sea to be contained. And the way in which the U.S. has tried to contain it is to underscore that it maintains neutrality on the question of sovereignty uh, of the disputed uh, rocks, islands, and reefs. So not, on the one hand, the U.S. is clearly involved in the broader politics of the disputes in the South China Sea. But nevertheless, at the same time, on the other hand, it has adhered to this position of neutrality because at the very core, this dispute is about uh, sovereignty. And so in that way, I think the United States does send a signal to China that there are limits to how involved it will be. Uh, and that is uh, uh, very important in terms of uh, minimizing the degree to which it become, the South China Sea becomes a much more central issue between the U.S. and China. Professor John, same question. How do, how do we lower the temperature of this problem or even in the best case, make it go away? Because the need for the United States and China to cooperate mm -hmm. against the critical issues facing the world today is paramount. I think that uh, the Chinese government will um, need to indicate to the United States strongly that uh, it is our common interest and it's also the Chinese interest to maintain uh, stability in the South China Sea. It's for the Chinese national interest. And we are sure um, the U U.S. government, the freedom of the navigation must be protected in, in this region, although we have differences on the freedom of warships navigation in that region. Uh, I think that on that matter, we need to, um, to have more communications to avoid misunderstanding. Um, in the meantime, I think that U.S. will assure the Chinese that the U.S. government will keep neutral uh, and at least the sovereignty dispute. We hope that it's neutral on every dispute and because sometimes they are mixed and they interlinked. Um, 
and um, that kind of pr promise will not only be kept on on the words, but also kept on by your action. So, last question is. MIT, the Tsinghua of America, or is Tsinghua the, the MIT of China? Really, it's been a pleasure both having both, both Professor Zhang and Professor Bravel, two outstanding professors from two outstanding universities. And thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.